3: You're
1: listening to Oilers Nation Radio, presented by the Nation Network. Subscribe for free on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from.
4: Well, well, well. (laughs) Wrapping up January, talking about a perfect month. Now, if you've never been to Oilers Nation HQ, and I don't blame you if you haven't, outside this door, there's a whiteboard with the entire schedule written on it. We do it every month. And when I walked in yesterday, it was nice to see nothing but dubs on that whiteboard. Nothing but dubs. 16 in a row, Liam. Mm-hmm. 16 in a row. I never 24 th- of their last 27
5: wins. I never thought the day would come. 16 in a row. it is kind of nuts, isn't it? Just as good as the Columbus Blue Jackets. Almost. They, did they win the cup that year? Yep. Perfect, so. perfect, 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 yeah. perfect.
4: I would like to first acknowledge before we get into the delicious bait for our friends at Wendy's, the fact that both Rick and I said with 100% confidence that the Oilers would make the playoffs this year. Thoughts? I mean, sure. <laughs>
3: oh, yeah,
6: I think if we go back in the tapes. <laughs> there were some that were under 70 at the time.
4: I think I, Liam was yeah. at 60 was the low So mark. was I. It, it,
5: it was at the time.
6: Upper 60s.
2: If you say, <laughs> okay.
6: hey, I've never heard a more
2: dark Rick than yeah, the true. middle of we December. We were talking you well. off the ledge.
6: Oh yeah. No, it was not. Yeah. I don't know if it was on mic, So I don't know if everybody heard that, but there were some, there were a couple tough times just outside that door, I believe it was just one episode like that. I was a lot darker than normal, but (laughs) it was one
2: episode and it was like, I think it was like our 13th or 14th loss there where you were just like,
6: I got it.
4: Bob Germany. (laughs) Aha. Classic. You were just Germany.
2: You just, you let it seep in, but then the next episode you were right back again. Not 13 or 14 losses.
6: Well, it was like game
2: thirteen or yeah, fourteen. Yeah, probably of the right around season.
6: that San Jose one, I think, because yeah. I think San Jose was the last one, and then we went on. To say, I don't know. Yeah, would be yeah it went right, right around there. But it was frustrating. Like you couldn't put your finger on one thing. Like there was mistakes at every end of the ice by every group huh. of players out there, and we had just incredibly bad luck too, where if a puck bounced off a defenseman, it landed right on the forward stick and it didn't matter how, how fast Stu came across that puck went went in the net somehow. So it, it was just incredibly frustrating. It felt like there was no way to that hole, but uh, yeah, I had to make sure I asked every time. And this is not me jumping off the bandwagon. However, this is probably the lowest I've been in since about the summer of 06. Mark Spector ran out of questions to ask in the middle
2: of that streak.
0: It was bad, but I will say going through that and now seeing where they are, it seems to have kind of brought the team really close together. Like if you remember a week ago or whatever, Derek Ryan said in his media scrum that, you know, the media was really hard on Ryan McLeod and I'm paraphrasing, but it was something like, you know, now he's really enjoying kind of proving you guys wrong and making you guys regret saying all that. And Connor McDavid said, I think his quote was, there was a lot of mean things said about this group, <laughs> which was very hilarious for him to say that. Cause I was like, Connor, there was a point you guys were 30th in the league and you've lost to San Jose. Like mean stuff had to be said about you. It was earned. Um, but the way he just kind of said, he's proud of the way the guys in the room have responded and always kind of held a strong belief within that room. I think that's kind of cool. And I think, you know, the obvious comparison is the, 2018 St. Louis Blues, right? Remember when they made that deal, brought in Edmondson, I think it was, and then he was fighting in practice and and had all that shit going on. But then when they turned it around and they had their Gloria thing and it like the shitty times brought them closer together. Where so. did
6: they finish in the, where did they clinch? Oh, yeah, what year was that?
0: 2017, 18. Yeah.
6: Where did they, uh, where did they finish in that one through eight? Because yeah, they were what, last place by the flip of the calendar. The so next year, and then uh,
5: they is, end up winning the cup. But the where do year, they? Liam. No, this is the right year.
2: Two thousand sixteen, seventeen. No,
6: you're one. Year Isn't that what you said? 17 18. 17 18.
0: The year they win the, the summer of 2018. Oh, no, that the year Cup.
2: That they won. Oh, yeah. Washington. Oh, yeah. Sorry, they won.
0: Yeah, they, yeah, you're right, Liam. Sorry. 16 17. Unbelievable. Humble No, I'm pretty sure you're right. Hey, everybody no apologize trust. to Liam. There's no trust they in you. need to apologize to Rick year.
5: and I for our 100% vote. On yeah. The um, Thank you. They finished fifth, <laughs> in, so the fifth in the Western Conference.
6: Yeah. It, it, so the Oilers, well, I mean, they're on track to beat that quite nicely. Right? Like there's. Yeah it's tough. I mean, there's some people okay, well, are going to say you can't win, keep winning like the 16, but what's more impressive is the 24 to 27. Like that's insane.
0: It's an,
6: just, it's an extra 11, you know, like it's, I, I, I enjoy that stat more than I enjoy the 16 and zero. the 16 and zero is cool because it could very well become a part of history. But if that wasn't like, if that wasn't a historic moment, I think that twenty-four out of twenty-seven is the is the big thing here, and when you have twenty-seven games, I think that's a that's a decent th- enough sample size to assume that that is it's a the thirty-year season. That's that's the team you. That's the, that is the team. I got the year wrong. But did Tyler. I tried telling Which
0: you. Which
5: year know. was it? It was 2019.
0: <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> where did they finish that?
5: Third, third
4: 2004.
0: <laughs>
5: they finished third in
0: their division. There was probably a couple people listening to the last 90 seconds. Of this Just what at is at the happening? Screaming at the radio. I love that. You
4: yeah. know what? If you were yelling at the radio, I want to hear from you. ON oh, radio podcast. Did you, you know? You can we even screen grab that little clip of us all fucking it up and just throw mm-hmm. it right back in our faces.
6: I'm definitely the person that used to do that when they still had this thing on the old radio in my vehicle. I would definitely like when you were on low tide and stuff, there was I was I respond to everything. I don't know what I'm doing, but
0: Yeah, that's kind of half the fun of these kind of yeah. things, right? Is talking back to the co-host or to yeah. the host.
4: <laughs> yeah, I get it. I we're in your ears. So we're living in your heads right now. What's going on in your heads? Is it? Yeah. Little uh, zombie by the cranberries
2: from Liam. <laughs> Welcome to. Are you sure that was night. Liam? I blinked Zombies. for a second. I thought Zombies. I was listening to the cranberries. Zombie. Going to get the podcast. <laughs> uh, podcast
4: started with a shout out to our friends at Wendy's. It is time for you to insert a bacon portobello mushroom melt in your mouth. That's just what I'm telling you to do. Okay. If you go to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com and register a team to play the Wendy's Daily Face Off Survivor game. You could have a chance to win one. But in the interim, you got to eat at some point bacon, mm. portobello, mushroom melt in your mouth, quick mosh. If you can I'll loop it in with DoorDash later, plug in the podcast. And all of a sudden, we're really got some synergy going. In the meantime, go to dailyfaceoffsurvivor.com. I was out again yesterday, gentlemen. There was one game,
5: and I lost. Did they give 10 options for one game?
4: No.
0: I thought it started tonight.
4: Tyler, I'm doing an ad read. (laughs) You're supposed to say yes and.
0: Yes, and... (laughs) i sorry you really confused me because i was like wait did can i make things
5: last night can i still play <laughs> you still <can. laughs> yes you can i'm <laughs> doing an
4: ad
0: read Ad read is verbatim by the way oh my lord <laughs> <laughs> the
4: improv skills with my podcast co-host during an ad read
6: Rick, it anyway it's like they're already in toronto <laughs>
4: it's like they're already checked out kind of hey come play the survivor.com register teams harder Holy than you think. That's, the that's the point what It's eight days.
0: This is an eight-legger on the Wendy's game. (laughs) Listen,
4: if you make it to eight days, Tyler will personally buy you a bacon portobello mushroom melt.
0: Yeah, I might actually. You got to make it to the eighth day, though.
4: If you do not make it there, no burger for you. Jeez. That's what you got for us today for a daily debate for our friends at Wendy's and the daily face-off Survivor Game.
0: I got. It's inspired by our good friend Jay Downton, who we all know and love, <laughs> who yesterday on the Real Life Podcast said his dream, he said the silver bullet for who the Oilers could get at the deadline. The Are you guys ready? Like, The silver bullet. You
4: know really what it is? is. It's the silver
2: bullet. I remember an old ad campaign from a brewery that made yeah, makes sense mm-hmm. on here. Yeah, it's fun time. But this there's is a different a bar, silver bullet. There's also a bar on the south side. Listen,
4: if Jay executes this plan... <laughs> I think it very well could be the silver bullet. Now, executing the plan could be difficult. Oh boy,
6: here we go. <laughs> Say the
5: least.
6: Jay this is, thinks this is gonna be an NHL. This is gonna be an NHL 2024 type of trade. Isn't
4: Listen, it? if you if we can figure this out, I <laughs> oh, legitimately dear. think that the Oilers are going to run it through oh, no man. problem. But okay. we need to get the details sorted.
0: The deadline target Jay has circled, he's <laughs> written it on the whiteboard in his office so he can manifest every day. Yep. Is Sidney Crosby. Have you heard of him?
6: Oh, come on
0: <laughs> you're not serious that, I well, that swear fixes our we third line
6: problem 30
0: minutes <laughs> yeah. on
6: Crosby yesterday
0: yeah we did we did trip half the podcast on this so jay says crosby's got a year and a half left in his deal yep sure and he's gonna go to pittsburgh and say i'm not interested in a rebuild sure and they're gonna say okay we'll set you free go play with connor win your ri- win a ring and then come back. We'll re-sign you. We'll stockpile picks. We'll rebuild the so roster. Come here real quick. for a year and a half. Yeah, come for you. Go to Edmonton for a year and a half. We'll take the assets. You'll help the franchise, Sid. You can go in and then you can resign here when you're 38. Please explain to me what, what are, are the assets? What are these assets? Well, that this is where we get. Training. Oh, so this was the best part too, because I like get Sidney Crosby. You do whatever it takes, right? Ah, so I told Jay three first round no. picks. <laughs> they sure. take Campbell. Okay, but. We also have to throw in Holloway, and Jay goes. You don't throw in Holloway. Three first. Count
3: what the hell?
2: So get so take on Sidney Crosby. So and like said, for none of the cost,
6: the silver bullet. Is How much correct. Is Crosby's contract though? Eight seven. You eight, know what it is? Eight, yeah, eight seven. Right. Straight so playboy. That <laughs> is. Is that what Campbell's on? What's Holloway like? Seven seventy five. Still, he's still on yep. ELC, right? Yep. So
2: the money doesn't make sense. Yeah, right? yep. it doesn't <laughs> no, none of okay, this listen, makes sense. Your details It's a It's a silver bullet. We might have to throw in Fogel. It doesn't have to make sense. I can't throw in Fogel. It doesn't
5: make any sense. such a weird conversation to even have.
0: Well, so the delicious debate today is who is your with a tinge more real? Well, now it's realism. Sidney Crosby. I don't know who's your dream deadline uh, target.
4: Uh, what I'm just gonna say is anything less than Sidney Crosby, no good for me. Anymore. Yeah, I am,
2: available? I don't know. I'm, I'm maxed out at Sid. But seriously, I would go after defensive depth. I'm just looking at a guy Toronto. like Nick Sealer. Sidney
4: Crosby could play defense yeah. if we really needed him. Too. If you can't Probably get right Sidney Crosby too. to come
2: play defense for you, I would get Ilya Labushkin or a Nick Sealer out of Philadelphia. <laughs> some defensive depth, some guys that I could slot into the lineup and who play. Seeler and who? Labushkin out of Anaheim.
5: Remember when he blew up uh, Dylan Holloway and after Warren Fogle passed, suicide passed him on the boards when they played Buffalo yes. last season? Yep.
2: good folks had to come in and fight. Just think with <laughs> yeah, like an, an NHL name, just yeah. somebody that can fill that position if and when we have an eventual injury to the defensive. So court. you're not even
0: dreaming that high. You're not asking for like a Tanev or whatever. I'm happy
2: right now. We I just, just uh, well, I, and I think that right now I, my worry is, is that if you're looking at a, a guy like a Tanev or any other kind of defensive help, you're then having to subtract from the lineup. And I don't want to do that right now. Makes <laughs> sense. Liam, what do you got?
4: Who's your dream trade target? If we can't have Sid
0: <laughs> Malkin, you can't have him either. Probably Carlson retained again. Is <laughs> Kale McCarr
5: available? Kale I'm McCarr just could be available. I'm just saying I, Okay, <laughs> so the Philadelphia Flyers have lost five games in a row. Stinky. Obviously, the Carter heart situation is not going to help them by any means. No. Nope. I quickly think they're going to start uh, dropping like flies here and lose a few more. So I'm going to go with Travis Konechny as my it, dream. What target. is he at? Is he just? He's close to six. Is he not? Uh, five and a half for two more years with no uh, like trade protection. More. Uh, this, year so year. this year and next year. <laughs> so making that work. It's not impossible.
4: It's not impossible, but it's not going to be easy. Five Well, half. We'll just have no space.
0: Did see a tweet the other day, though, that they could work their way up to having enough deadline cap space to fit in like a $3 million deal or something yeah? like <laughs> that.
4: Well, so, that's gonna be interesting. And So we're gonna get to that in a second. Our original pose are slid into the old DMs with some cap information on hallway. We'll get to that in a sec. But, but connect me. I like the idea. I love the idea of another skilled forward.
5: Yeah, a guy t- is a lot of like. You can be a dick as well, right? Like he's kind of a unique player. We need
4: a little, more rats. A little
5: dickish. A little dicky.
4: New song's not
0: that great. TM. Right, New album has a, cu- oh, there's a couple good songs. <laughs> on.
5: So right now the Oilers have 2 million in cap space. You said they could get up to 3 million. Oh, original Puza told us. I also have this theory where they could just send down like Matthias Janmark and there's yeah. another million.
0: You could send them down lower than Bakersfield. Why is everyone trying to get rid of them? They should send Janmark to Guantanamo Bay. <laughs> Jesus. So- he got to go
6: Why is everyone trying try to get rid of Janmark? Uh, what is he doing out there that's upsetting everybody? Not scoring. Well, then why don't we get, but rid he's of not getting box? scored on. He's, does the, yeah, he's but, very secure at the park kills penalties, but, million bucks? but, but it's cheap.
5: But, but if you want to get Travis connect me, I'm willing to sacrifice it. Yeah,
0: million bucks <laughs> to trade
5: him, uh, to send him to Bakersfield for the year yeah. for the rest of the year. Then you call up off the playoffs.
6: No, uh, I won't understand. I won't understand. Well, no, because it's, it's not just this right here. <laughs> it's but everyone's like... <laughs> everyone, no, but even like when it came time to get Corey Perry in here, people were trying to say, get rid of Jan Mark. And I just never understood it. Yeah. Well, who just would you get rid of then that bottom six?
4: If you get the chance to get Travis Konechny. Perennial 20 goal scorer. Who comes plus, off the roster. Yep.
5: You're probably going to bump out a guy like Derek Ryan. But I'm saying you can... The Storm and Mormon? You can send down... Sure, you can send down... Derek Ryan too, but I'm just saying you get a hundred hundred thousand dollars more in cap space to bring in a Kanekune you know, or whoever it may be for a guy who has one goal this season compared to Derek Ryan, who I think has three or four goals this season. Like the margins are small, of course, but like, but he's not really out there to be scoring goals for you. But do you need him to contribute on the offensive side. of, of games too.
0: Games too. I think that's probably not helping with the narrative.
3: He hasn't given up a goal
5: against it. in quite some time. I don't think he's bad. I just want Travis Konechny and Matthias Janmark isn't as good as Travis Konechny. I
0: right. think if you're heading at the deadline and there is a team willing like give you a forward and you're going, okay, we need to shave some money. Losing the million of Janmark saves you more than losing the 775 of whoever. Hang on. Connor Brown or whatever. Let me check that.
5: Yep. Math that's up. Now that you would only have to, ask, have to ask Philly to retain a million and a half.
0: Yeah,
4: Tyler Ramchuk, Who's on your list? Dream deadline acquisitions. If we can't have Sidney Crosby,
0: former Calgary <laughs> Flame, former Montreal Canadian, former LA King, Tyler Tofoley is my dream. Mike Camilleri.
2: Oh, that was oh crazy. nice.
5: And really he nice. eventually became
0: an Oiler. <laughs> That's true. <I> did. <laughs> so let's see it all come full circle with Tyler Tofoley. Follow the Mike Camilleri career arc. He scores goals in the playoffs. He is a legit top six winger. He plays with a bit of that sandpaper that I think you'd like to add in. I think you'd be a perfect, perfect fit in the top six. It's a pie-in-the-sky target because the Devils presumably aren't going to sell yet. But if you can get him, that's the guy. Is that not the perfect right winger to put next to Leon Drysdale?
4: Ideally, but I think that... I mean, I like the idea of connect me more just because he's got turn...
0: Yeah, um, and I think I would agree with that. But if the cost to get Konechny is a first and Borgo, and the cost to get to Foley is just the first, is that worth a? Yeah, nope, he, although a second year, Kone- yeah, you're right. No, maybe second I take year, Konecny,
4: you get another twenty goal guy on the roster, just
5: there. Uh, I'm plus two. He's twenty six. Kanekoni,
0: yeah, and you could all, when the cap starts going up, you could always resign them. Never know how things are going to play out. So yeah, yeah, you know what? You're right. I think connectney's better. I just, I don't know. I feel like there's a chance to fully shakes loose. I feel like Philly wants to sign Konechny.
5: I would, yeah, I wouldn't. Disagree. I don't know why Philly would want to get rid of him, but I also think that if they're going in the shitter, but all these things have happened. We kind of sat last year and said the same thing about Nashville. Why would they want to get rid of Ekholm? They just resigned him. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. I just think it's kind of the. NHL is becoming weird. I think more and more players are becoming available that we wouldn't expect.
4: Well, a lot of teams are having weird years too. Like I'm looking at the Devils now. They are currently six points out of a wild card spot with two games at hand. So they could fall out. Heavy lies the crown of expectations in New Jersey. A. A lot of people had them as like going way further than not a wild card spot.
0: Sleepy cup contender kind of thing, right? And they've just, they can't stay healthy. Dougie Hamilton's like done for the year. Jack Hughes has been in and out of the lineup all season. I think they missed Heeshire for a stretch as well. So that's kind of why I feel like. Do you think he should
4: go to Douglas instead of Dougie?
0: Probably. Mm -hmm.
5: Douglas Murray wasn't hurt very often. Yep, that's all I'm saying. There's No. You know? Right now their average age of that blue line is... Just shy of 25. You add, obviously add Dougie Hamilton in there who's 30 now. Brings it up a little bit, but like pretty young blue line to think they could go win the cup.
4: Rick, if you can't have Sidney Crosby, who's your ideal uh either a person or just a specific. Yeah, I
6: didn't I didn't bring the I didn't do the homework, so but I'm looking at I think the best bet to make this team a little bit better is is somehow upping the Cody CC spot. And it's nothing against Cody CC, but I just think if you can find a way to find a right-handed Ekholm to bring in for that.
4: Like the ideal for me, I would love to have him, but there's no way it happens. Like that name is Brett Pesci. Yeah. I would love him, but there's no way the Hurricanes would get rid of him.
6: Yeah, like you, have, you need to go find that right-handed that right-handed shot that can play those minutes that can play that competition um maybe bit of a a bit of a better puck mover
4: would anybody have any interest in a slightly used chris tanev
6: i have an issue with dealing with that team so agreed as gm i wouldn't be able to do it but someone else could
4: I Chris I, would do a lot in the playoffs, though, just let provided that he's healthy enough to play
2: if you I brought just this, let your assistant dealer with the GM for
0: you. I brought this up to Frank, and, and I think I'm going to stand by it, even though Frank pushed back on the idea to me. But to me, if the Oilers are offering a good prospect and a first round pick for Lindholm, or if they're offering a second round pick and a prospect for Tanev, the Flames are going to get those offers from other teams. And I just feel like Calgary will sit there and go, you know what? No, Edmonton, you need to overpay. If you want us to help you and the flames internally are probably And they're going, Hey, we can get market value from insert Eastern conference team or insert central division team. Why do we want to take on the bad PR of watching a player? We traded them and go on a playoff run with them. Right? Like, is that dumb? I don't know if that's dumb, but I could sure. see them, you know, remember what was the year? The Oilers wanted Corey Schneider from Vancouver. And yeah, they wanted
6: was- fucking Clefbaum and nurse.
0: And all they ended up getting was eighth overall from yep, which right, Bo Horvat. Yeah, no, I
6: sit on the exact same thing, just going, it takes me right back to the exact same scenario.
0: Deal worked out great for Vancouver because they got Bo Horvat. But it worked out great for us too by not doing it. By not doing it, <laughs> 100%. But the idea that trading within the division, I I still think there are GMs out there. And, you know, maybe the fact that Calgary's already dealt a player to Vancouver, but that was different. Zadarov wanted out and all of that stuff. And they just wanted to get rid of the distraction as we fast do as they could. did Lucic
4: for Neil. That was not long ago.
0: Yeah, and that's a good point, too. But that, again, was problem for a problem. Like, not the same of, like, all right, we're trading you Tanev or Lindholm and, like, enjoy the nice long playoff run, guys. Yeah, this is... Well, because that is another
4: anchor. name that the others have been tied to, at least loosely, is Elias Lindholm. I don't see that. I don't I think... see it either. What are you see? I'm just reporting the facts. I just think... I don't think that they need Elias Lindholm currently. I think it'd be he's, nice to have like, I think a good it'd be player, very really interesting. Player, but like where are you going to put him? I guess.
6: What if you could go and turn Cody CC into Adam Larson out of Seattle? Three years ago, probably today. Probably not. It's I, the same kind of thing. I was thinking about when it came to Pareko at of St. Louis a couple years ago, you yep, just got a little better. Probably not.
2: Larson's only $500,000 more. Then CC same term. Also, I mean,
0: there's the human side there's of Larson the human too, side. Yeah, it right? like, has to be whether or but not if he wants was down. To. Maybe some times passed, right? Like we all know his dad dying when he was here and all that. He like Clef on one or Larson wanted a fresh start. Maybe it's been a couple of years and he goes, man, I love the guys in that room. Like I I'm game. Like I'm ready to try this again. I want to win a Stanley cup and I'd love to do it. Edmonton. like, I actually don't hate that suggestion at all from Dan. I do think Larson's better than CC. So, and he's familiar here. It's like That's part true. of my thing when people are like, Trade CC and get Sean Walker. I'm like, CC. We know. Yeah, I'm not. you can argue they're not a great pairing, but like, we know what we got there. It's the devil, you know. Yeah. What if you bring in Sean Walker and him and Nurse don't click? Yep. Then what? Are you throwing Vinny up there with Nurse for the playoffs? Like, there's risk there, right? Yep. Versus with Larson, there's maybe a bit more of an element of like, ooh, we know he fits in here. We know the guys know him and like him, and we know what he's like on the ice. Maybe that isn't. I don't. I, don't, I like it though.
5: Where um- why like why don't you think Lindholm would fit?
0: I so are you gonna go with the route of you can go nuclear forever if you upgrade your second line? Yeah. I see it.
4: I understand that yeah. angle. I do, but I still think the team is better when those two are separated.
5: I don't disagree, but we so are put Lindholm in the second line center? I would put Lindholm in the second line center and move Nuge to the left wing with uh, Lindholm and Fogel. Then I would move bump McLeod down to my fourth line center and have Kane on my third line with McLeod and Perry and then whatever it is, Holloway, Brown and m- me. <laughs> Whoever you want to put out there.
4: Lindholm expiring contract $4.85 million. Currently with the Flams, he has nine goals, 23 assists, 32 points, 49 games. I, I just...
6: Mean, I don't mind... I like the on, idea I,
4: of Lindholm. I just... I. I really don't want them to, like the nuclear deterrent is fun when you touch the button. Sometimes
0: I also think Lindholm is the premium player on the, on the market. I think some team is going to blow Calgary's doors off. And yeah. again, Edmonton's going to have to outbid that. So like
4: pay the Edmonton tax.
0: <laughs> so like some other team is probably going to offer their best prospect in a first round pick for him. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like Claude Giroux style return where I know Tippett maybe wasn't their best prospect, but was like a good young player with some pedigree and the first rounder. Like what if Calgary is like, no, it's Holloway in the first or you're not getting them. Then like, yeah, maybe I just don't think you can Hanging touch the even, phone. even Monahan to an extent, I think the market's starting to balloon for Monahan and, Frank thinks he might get a first round pick. Okay. If you're sitting there going, we can give up the first round pick for Monahan, or we can give up a second and then a fourth to a third party broker and get mm-hmm. Adam Henrique. Give me Adam Henrique. Are they both? The
4: uh, uh trade yeah. was traded from the flyers with, German Rupsov.
0: Yes. Classic Rupsov.
4: Connor Bounanam.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs>
4: and a fifth round pick in the 2024 draft to the Florida Panthers for Owen Tippett. Third round pick in the 2023 draft and a conditional first round pick in 2024.
0: And I think it's important to remember, Claude Giroux told the Flyers, I'm only going there. Mm. And that's still the return they got. Lindholm is the premium piece on the market. Doesn't have that same kind of protection or from what we've heard, those same desires where he wants to pick and choose his spot. He just wants to win. So, I don't know. I, I, I'm i starting to think with the way the with when you look at the players on Frank's trade targets list, I'm starting to think that some of the check down options are actually the better pieces compared to what's out there. Like, I, yeah. I changed my mind for a Toffoli, but he's not on Frank's list. When you sit and look at Frank's list, it's like, okay, Lindholm's expensive and Tanev might be expensive and Monaghan might be expensive. Maybe you're better off. Just saying, hey, Sean Walker is going to be a third pairing guy for us. Not even a CC upgrade. He's going to be a third pairing guy for us. And we like Henrique and we'll make the money work. And like, that's our deadline. Maybe they just won't make a huge splash.
4: Here's an interesting part. so I'm at dailyfaceoff.com and the trade targets article. When it comes to Lindholm, Frank says, and I quote, even in a disappointing year, Lindholm represents an extraordinary opportunity for the Flames to harvest significant assets, which they can yet then use as trade chips to reconfigure or just use as rebuild. His low salary cap hit only adds to the reasoning of why he could be the number one most valuable player on the market at the deadline.
0: Yeah. And hey, maybe with this winning streak and all that, like how many, it's a tale as old as time. A team goes, loads up at the deadline, and gets bounced early, right? Mm-hmm. What did Boston do last year? Orlov, Bertuzzi. I feel like there was another guy. Even just like you did. think
4: of Toronto last year. I mean, they made it to the second round, but they did the same thing. Ryan O'Reilly, they had Nick Felino, Or was that two years ago? Either way, they spent. They mm-hmm. spent.
0: There's a part of me who sits there, as much as I really want the Oilers to go all, all in, there's another side of me that's like, the playoffs are kind of a crapshoot in the NHL. Stalbo playing good hockey for I a couple I want them to add.
4: I don't want Jared Smithson.
0: Yeah. And I think that's fair. But <laughs> well, that's like, why I don't I'm think going you with have the to check downs, right?
4: Yeah. That's why I agree with you that I don't know that.
6: The checkdowns are also a little cheaper too, because you kind of need a couple, you kind of need a couple of your guys from the AHL to make that step next year. And I think there's probably two guys that I'm thinking about in Broberg and Lavoie that I'm really hoping are part of the team this next year. Um, But other than that, I think you're uh, the rest of your, your the majority of your players that are available.
4: Any other names or positions we could look at as potential trade targets for the Edmonton Oilers leading into the
5: deadline. That's on March 8th. Mark andre Fleury. Should they get him or should they not get him? We talked no.
4: about that in the mailbag. Um,
5: no.
0: Frank talked about it on Owen every day today, too.
4: What did he say? Because I just like, to me, the money doesn't work. I like the idea of Marc-Andre Fleury more than I actually like Marc-Andre Fleury.
0: I would just like to see him in an Oilers jersey. But like, there's I don't a think lot
4: he- of stuff to like. One of the winningest goalies yeah. of all time. He's a cup champ. He's a Hall of Famer. All that shit you like. But then there's, you know. You got To make it fit the cap wise, what's we're, the cost the, the we're already going down
6: a path? And Stu's think, already the guy, yeah. Stu's your guy, Stu's gonna be your guy for the foreseeable f- for future. I'm not bringing the guy to, p- to take his minutes or the, the, you're I mean, riding like, with Stu right I now. I like the idea of it. You more need the than I actually. Like you need it. the league's best backup, is what you're trying to look at. I already have him, and then then Big cow. The league, then you're good. Then.
0: <laughs> Frank basically said, Flurry if he's gonna go somewhere and if he's gonna like you know, leave his family for three months to chase another cup. He wants to go somewhere where he can play, where he's not just going to sit on the bench. And I kind of hear that and I go Edmonton, Stuart Skinner. You're going to go as far as Skinner carries you in the playoffs. As much as I'd love some insurance, like, I don't know, man. Calvin Pickard's got a nine fifteen save percentage right now.
6: I'm, I'm not against sense. that, and I mean the other guy down down the Bakersfield. I don't want to bring it up right now, but he's been looking pretty good in the last whatever too. So Olivier Rodriguez, yeah, yeah. I think s I think you're, your your goaltending situation is taken care of. So I'm kind of with Tyler. Right? I see like a chuck down type of addition to more me more than anybody huge. I think Fleury's going to Vegas. Myself, I think Vegas is just gonna.
3: They
2: have two goalies. I know, but I just uh, that's. I, I've got a feeling of a storyline coming from Vegas. Maybe we'll
0: someone got hurt. I think it's to is Toronto. fast
2: approaching. I think he might stay. I can see
4: him going to Toronto. Yeah. I can see him playing there, right? Brad gonna... living loves to overspend on things. So I could see that or Carolina. Hmm. I'm going to read this next portion verbatim. All right. So I just want you to know that. For limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the promo code NATION25. That's 25% off, up to $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter the code NATION25. 20. Don't forget, that's promo code NATION25 for 25% off your first order with DoorDash offer valid in Canada. Subject to change. Terms do apply. I said this story on Real Life yesterday. That on Friday, Rick, you would have been very happy with me. I got myself the double dash. Continue. Got myself a donair. That was leg one. Mm -hmm. Like it. Leg two. Donair
6: donair combo. Uh, I got donair and fries. Mm. I'm always an onion ring guy, but hey,
4: (laughs) I don't particularly so the. Spot that I get, I'm not a real big fan of their onion ring. Hey,
6: as long as you try them, that I have to try them first. If I like them, cool. Or he rolling. Big onion ring, no problem.
4: They don't travel well either. Yeah, you know like
6: that's not Doordash's fault.
4: This no, God, no. Onion, onion ring execution's fault.
6: Yeah, big onion ring. Got to figure that out by now. Got
4: it. So I had my Donair. Second leg was a McFlurry. Nice. It's just a fantastic little Friday night, courtesy of our friends at Doordash. I'm gonna look back, gentlemen. We can go back over the whole month. Perfect month, if you remember. Or just the last game against Nashville. For our friends at DoorDash, I want to know who delivered for you. Going to start down at the end of the line. Mr. Nation, Dan, you were up first. For our friends at DoorDash, who delivered for you?
2: Through the entire streak, it's been the goalies for me. Uh, Start of the season, we had holes and issues that we couldn't answer. Nobody could answer. And it all kind of just came back to the goaltending. We still see some of the defensive gaffes, some of the issues, especially uh, in these last few games, uh, letting the, 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 bad teams kind of dictate play for stretches and uh goaltending has been stellar. So for me, it's the goalies,
4: Mr. Liam Harbin, you are up next for our friends at DoorDash
5: who delivered for you, who delivered for me. Is let me just do a little backtracking here. I thought Dan was gonna take a little bit longer with his Sorry, answer. That's okay. Can drag uh, it a little more if you'd like my person who delivered is Warren Fogel, <laughs> Tied for on the team for the most five on five points of Conor McDavid. So Mr. Fogle gets my who delivered of the month of January.
2: Yeah, and- Dong. What a what a crazy transition that guy's yeah. had from being a cap dump that I think everybody as a fan was just kind of penciling him in yeah. as the next guy out to be able to fit some more cap space in to unremovable from this roster? Dead in there, yeah. Now
4: the biggest question I have with Warren Fogle is just like, because I agree, don't want to move him. Like <sighs> probably played himself off this team though with his current run. Probably he's going to chase the bag a little bit.
6: Listen, there's players out there who, when they're on a cup contending team, they know that if they want to stick there, they got to uh, maybe get a couple of years and a little less dollars out of it. We'll see. I'm waiting for it to happen. He's, he definitely has a connection with a couple of players in the team, right? So
3: mm-hmm. yeah.
6: And they ain't going anywhere anytime soon. Mr. Tyler, your check for our friends at DoorDash who delivered for you.
0: I'll go with Ryan McLeod. Um, similar vein to what Liam said, but like a brutal start to the season. I was one of the people who was hard on him. Um,
6: William tried to run him out of town more than once. I traded him to Montreal. Let's I see. called him fast Zamboni.
0: Yep. They didn't want him. When Derek Ryan says people said mean things, there's a handful of us in this room, <laughs> myself probably near the top of the list who said some mean things. So DR has been listening to us. Is yeah. what you are to say? Maybe.
4: Well, let's we've got his biggest cheerleader on staff. Like who yeah. knows,
0: mm-hmm. uh, but Ryan McLeod, this turnaround, him playing as confident as he is. And for a sick, for, for a winning streak to hit 16, you're going to need a bunch of different heroes, but when you look at the Calgary game and him scoring that goal that he did, that was unreal. Think about the Toronto game, man. They were losing until he set up Derek Ryan and then he scored the goal. With I know the screen by McDavid was awesome, but still like Ryan McLeod's playing confident. He's contributing in so many different ways and it's it's great to see him finding his footing again.
4: He scored that beauty against Calgary too. Yeah, that was so sick.
6: Rick our friends at DoorDash. Well, for the entire month, you should have the whole team because I don't think there's an aspect of this team that's not really Ah, dragging their own weight, but I'm going to go more about the last game and his first game played with an oiler because I liked what I saw out of Corey Perry. I think that first shift, was he was funny. getting knocked into the into the crease there, knocking the net off, finished off with two goals, two or sorry, two shots, two hits, over 12 minutes of ice time, hadn't played in two months, had that incredible drop pass back to uh, um, Holloway there in front of the net. Easily could have been a goal. Had some opportunities around the net. Pretty much exactly what you wanted, and that was just for, uh, game one for a guy that... Still doesn't know his uh, his line mate. So once they get going here, I think that line's gonna be it's gonna bring a lot of trouble for people.
4: I did have a good chuckle. It was probably shift one or shift two. There's already a scrum in front of the
6: net and he's right in the middle. I go, Yep, there he is. Yeah, this is the first shift. They knock <laughs> him down, knock him out. I know like a guy like Holloway, he's gonna absolutely love playing with him. And it's I it's gonna force McLeod to uh You're gonna have to get in the mix get you greasy. Want to is gonna, yeah to. He's gonna get some calluses out of this. Yeah, everybody I think in the pile. I think it's going to be hilarious. Just like when you're trying to get a cab in Winnipeg. Good luck. (laughs) Hope you don't have any more than three friends with you. All for one. There's five of you. You're screwed. Better start walking. Mm -hmm. Or order a second one. And one friend (laughs) goes by himself.
4: Uh, For DoorDash, I I just... How can you not look at the season that Zach Hyman is having and just want to give him all the love in the world? I mean, he's got 30 goals through 44
5: games already. (laughs) The NHL does that.
4: That is well, that's because as Gregor calls it, the all
6: good game. Yes. It's a joke. Mostly good game.
4: The mostly good game. I just think that Zach Hyman, he's on pace for fifty-five goals on what is supposed to be, according to editor and leaf, the worst contract in NHL history. <laughs> and he's just he's getting better. His career high in goals is 36. He did that in 79 games a year ago. He's gonna fly by that. And I just love watching him play. There was a meme, and I wish I could give credit to the proper person that made it, whereas it a passing of baton of like a folk hero in the city from Ryan Smith to Zach Hyman. It's yeah. just that's the kind of player where this city loves, man. He works hard, he can score some goals. He'll
6: take one off the face to get a goal if he needs to. Overly nice off the ice. Overly nice. Writes he writes like books. Storybook stuff. Like guys right, come calm, on. Calm down a bit here. I hope he has a couple of speeding tickets or something like that to make it look at the rest of us.
4: Yeah. But like bad ones. Yeah. You know?
0: Like forty over.
4: <laughs> Not quite a court date, but almost.
0: Yeah. Walking the line, you know, <laughs> boy, you can tell the Oilers are playing good, and we're in All Star break. This is the most mellow podcast we've had ever. You want
3: me I'm to join this? We're just,
0: yeah, we're great. We're chilling. we're chilling. We're throwing out trade ideas. Sorry, twenty four. T- it's like I kicked the table. Don't don't do that.
6: Twenty four of twenty seven, man. Spicy. This team is this team is something else. How much credit do you think that Chris Knobloch deserves for the run? None of it. All of it. You deserve none. some. Got I don't, none I don't down know on the to, line. Amount. I don't know how to I don't know how to to <laughs> to quantify it, but he definitely deserves some. So does Paul Coffee.
2: Yeah, and and Mark Stewart. Yeah, for the PK. The PK has been absolutely shut down, shut him up level for this entire streak. And so, the funny
6: thing is, that that was like when they went and said, okay, listen, we're only gonna do go three. Pairs of wingers and two pair of D and you two four six eight ten 10 guys are in charge of killing all these pot. Like this is your guys's thing. Get out there, own it and do something with it. And they've been phenomenal. They've been the first in the league since, uh, since garlic out here. No. In random thoughts today,
4: at I wrote about the PK and during the twenty seven eighteen season, think back boys in a minute, the Oilers had, up till this point in the season, a 55.5% penalty kill at home.
2: That's good, right? In Half terms of being bad,
4: it doesn't get much worse than that.
2: Uh, Half no. the time you get scored on. Oh. So
4: to have it, yeah, it's a coin flip. <laughs> so to have it now where we're at is truly amazing. And I want to give Bruce McCarty from the journal a little bit of love because I, I used portion of his his article for mine and the part that stuck out the most to me was he said the cold, hard fact of the matter about the Oilers PK is that the Oilers gave up more power play goals in Woodcroft's last stand, talking about the 13 games he coached than they have in all 26 or all of Knobloch's games. I should say, despite the fact that the latter has a 25 times a larger sample size in terms of games played and a two times larger sample size in terms of overall penalties. When shorthanded goals are folded into the mix, the others were minus seven in 32 games under Knobloch Stewart compared to minus 15 and only 13 games under Woodcroft and Manson. I'm not blaming Manson and Woody, but there's without question the PK has shot the moon and it's Pretty impressive to watch.
0: Kind of reminds me of when uh, Woodcroft first took over and we got that weird bump in bottom six scoring. Yeah. And Derek Ryan said something about like, oh, we feel like we know what we're supposed to be doing. We feel like we have a purpose now. And it's almost like what Rick brought up with the penalty kills, like bang on where it's like, and I guess it was intentional by Knobloch to give them this, but Mm -hmm. like you look at those 10 guys and say like, take pride in it. You guys are the penalty kill. Yeah, And I I think that's really resonated. And yeah. And I think
6: they, you can really tell that those guys really take that shit, uh, seriously.
4: Well, it's also interesting too, that they've really had a limited group on the PK. Whereas like before just everybody out there, like everybody was getting a turn on the PK to see who could stop anything. And the answer was nobody could. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couple other things I want to mention. We were talking about the little cap stuff in our boy uh, original Posar on Twitter. Uh, Dylan Dylan Holloway has been sent back to the AHL, and that is because he wants to play some games. He's also Does going he? to the All Star Game. Well, wants to, he? will be. Oh, will the win American win. League All Star Game, really? Yeah. Oh, nice. Will he though? Will he actually play? Yeah, he should. Why wouldn't he?
6: I just don't think he'll play. Play, play
0: where? Do you think they're mm-hmm. letting him go on vacation? <laughs> I just
6: don't think think he'll play.
0: Oh, Ricky tricky (laughs) son of a gun. I would, I was scoundrel. I was thinking like as much as I'm sure he'd love to get in some games and it's good to keep him fresh. I don't think he's playing. There would be a little part of me if I was a pro athlete (laughs) and all my friends were like Cabo Connor's like Northern Ontario to dip in cold water. You're like, Hey weirdo. What's everyone else doing? Mexico, Hawaii. And then the team was like, Bakersfield and, See, like, Fuck.
4: and I have a different look at it like bro you haven't established anything anywhere oh, go yeah. play games
0: but he's not going <laughs> <playing> to <there, by laughs>
4: like I know what he's doing beside me <laughs> But as an organization, he should be playing. Like the Condors play tomorrow.
0: <laughs> they don't want to get caught with cap circumventions. There's like a cardboard cutout of Dylan just Holloway just in the there? locker room. Or is he just
4: going to walk in with like one of these on? You know what I mean? It's like, ah. I've
0: seen Weekend at Bernie's.
2: This is fine. You just strap him to yeah. one of the other players. It's fine. Dylan, anyway. Dylan Holloway
0: goes outside, I need of to, t- outside of Rick's news. I need to see a shoulder specialist in Costa Rica. he's <laughs> yeah, to go.
2: He's only, the, he's <laughs> only on the this On this cruise on. ship that I'm going to be on he for the next two me
4: specifically massages on the beach, like it's weird. I don't know why that <laughs> happened. Anyway, back to original. Posar for every day that Holloway spends down in the AHL, whether he's there or not, <laughs> uh, that's forty five hundred dollars on the Oilers' cap
6: space leading up to the deadline. <laughs> I love. Okay, what's the what's the team cap? Six eighty three point five. Eighty three point five. We're talking about forty five hundred dollars. But day. it all
4: accrues, my friends. <laughs> it accrues, no, it does. It's right?
6: hilarious. But if we weren't in such a spot, like. You're dealing with 80 something that's so big and we're looking at such a minute Listen, amount Rick. just to, to get us through. The gas station up the hill gives me four cents off a liter and i you
2: damn sure <laughs> I'm going go back up the hill in. To get there, you man. have to go back up the hill and you have to go back in after you pumped your gas. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I still do it because I need know my what? four cents a liter. The Grand Canyon was formed over time.
3: Uh-huh. It's
4: a war of attrition. Every dollar counts. Unless you are the Chicago Blackhawks, who currently, according to Cap Friendly, have a current cap space of $22 million.
0: And they'll pay anyone $4 million bucks If <laughs> yes, you've dressed will. in more than 100 <laughs> yes, NHL they games, will. they just sent out a blast memo to all the agents. They're like, do you have a veteran looking for a contract? <laughs> Here in Chicago, we'd love to give them a 2 by 4 contract.
6: Yeah, according for, to Cap Zach Friendly. Them. Zach should have signed with them. He jumped, yeah. uh, jumped too quick to
0: skip the pond.
4: Yeah, shout out to Zach Casting. I, uh, I was actually surprised to see that news. Where is he? He's in Czechia.
0: Yeah. Can we give a shout out to Liam Reddicks as well then? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please. You were telling me about this. So uh, Liam Reddicks had his number 85 retired by the Va- Vax Joe, Vio.
4: Oh, that's what your old person played your
0: there. old team. The Lakers. Yeah, the Come Lakers. Come on. So uh, Liam Reddix had his number retired. I think he played there for seven or eight seasons, never had a point per game year or better. Um, but son <laughs> of a bitch, do they ever love him out in Vallejo? Vallejo. Uh, I feel like Vallo. that last part was unnecessary. Yeah, I
4: know. <laughs> <That> was the- <laughs> Poor Liam Reddix is taking shrapnel during his tribute. sitting
0: there, he's like, wow,
6: listen to you guys talk about me. Wait. Wait, what did you just say? We actually looked into the ownership
2: group. He's just never b- had a point. <laughs> just before we got on the <laughs> air, so and actually Mac T is part of the ownership group, so that's why. Holy there you go. cow, McTavish, big fan of oh, Liam Reddick. Uh, Liam
4: the Reddick- last two weeks, Adam Ernie, fucking useless, essentially <laughs> easiest job in the NHL. Matthias Janmark, fuck you too. Yeah, not even,
6: not even AHL. Where were you putting them? Guantanamo oh, yeah. yeah, You're putting them
2: in prison. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> The poor is decommissioned score. prison at that. <laughs> poor Liam Reddix.
4: <laughs> poor Liam Reddix. Liam, Liam Horribin, you better like, you better step it up because if you ever get out of here, Tyler's throwing you right under the bus. you will cut your head off.
5: Billy Leno used to play for this team. Backs
0: yeah? Joe. Was he a point per game? I'm going to throw his number up there.
5: Uh, he played.
4: What was the story about Liam Reddick's anyway? We didn't even get there. Uh, oh, he's uh, number got retired. Number that everyone
0: on the ice wearing <laughs> 85 Reddick's jerseys. And he's a friend of the podcast. He was on once.
2: Not anymore. Well, probably not anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Back uh, when we used to get guests before we used to badmouth them. Yeah. <laughs> also on.
5: Uh, what at are the they top called? Of the roster. Work your way down. Shit on everyone. Vax Joe HC. Roman Horak. Ooh. Uh, Joel Pearson. Patterson. Yeah, uh, uh Chris Versteeg. Oh. What, what could job? have been?
4: Well, we don't really. I'm not yeah. claiming oh. Chris Versteeg. No, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Victor Roste-
5: Faust, fast, oh, fast. fast, whatever his name is. Yeah, we got Ristig a lot of ghosts couldn't, on that. Roster. He, couldn't,
2: he couldn't crack our lineup. Nope,
4: Victor there were too many Chris at that time. Was
2: Victor yes. Faust the one that wore the dark mask for the Ducks? Wow, he was, yes. he was so good. good.
5: No, that was a uh, that was a um, killer. Yeah, Jonas Hiller. Jonas uh, uh, Victor dominated. Foss, yeah, dominated this league. Would have been nice if he had done this in Edmonton. Uh A 2.01 goals against, a 1.99, a 2.52, and a 1.79
4: couple of the Oilers' numbers, they're probably pretty close, yeah? Yeah,
5: Yeah, very similar. Uh, 2.73 in seven games in his first season with the Oilers. That's when we believed. Uh, Yeah, that was big. (laughs) 9.14. You're probably thinking it got better. Yep, you're wrong. It was 3.41 goals against and an 8.88 save percentage.
6: Shockingly didn't get another NHL contract after that season. It's supposed to be a lucky number, so I can see what he's doing there. On
4: the bright side, (laughs) we did sell probably 100 T-shirts because of... Victor fast and Ben Scribbins got 99 problems and a goalie. Ain't
2: one (laughs) aged beautifully. What do you love as good as Oilers (laughs) better? Our Oilers better shirts that came out in 2018. That was a tough hashtag
4: hashtag. (laughs) happens to the best of us, you know?
5: (laughs) Well, do we have anything else? Can I read my team Canada roster? No. I'd That's like fun. to hear everybody's team. We've, uh, we've got <laughs> Waz's signature bet coming up, Liam. Well, we got 20 minutes left,
4: right? For our friends at Greta. We have 15 minutes left. Can you clear this up for me? Well, I'll be quick.
0: Okay. Go for it. Do I get your approval, Tyler? <laughs> Go ahead. We did it all on Owen every day.
5: Well, we did the Sydney Crosby thing on three podcasts now, but you wanted to bring that one up again. <laughs> Fucking all-star
0: break.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> when, is the, when is the Olympics? Uh ne- <laughs> Never. never? What are the Olympics? Okay. So, okay, are you ready? Are the NHL players going to be there this
5: time? Then? <laughs> yes, allegedly. So here's my forward group. Okay, Connor Bedard, Sidney Crosby, Bo Horvath. future Sidney Crosby, Zach Hyman, uh, Travis Konecny, future Oilers as well. Nathan McKinnon, Brad Marchand, Mitch Marner, Connor McDavid, Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Point. Uh, who's that one? Sam sure Reinhardt. The Next
4: Winter Olympics is in 2026. Where is it?
5: I
6: just looked this up the other Italy. day. It's, I don't know. Yeah, I think, just, it is
5: right. it? I uh, think it's it. Is it? And uh, Mark Shifley and Stamp Coach. Oh, no, you're
6: right. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You, yeah. just, you just did them in a line. Sorry, yeah. put them in like. Well, I have line lines.
5: Do you want me to read you the lines I have? Well, kind of. Oh. Okay, so yeah, my first line, guy. my first line is Hyman McDavid Reinhart. My second line is Stamkos, McKinnon, Marner. Uh My third line is Bedard, Crosby, Braden Point. My fourth line is Marshawn, Ryan O'Reilly, Travis Konechny, and then my 13th, 14th forwards, uh, Bo Horvat and Mark Scheifele. I think you left Bedard off your graphic that you were... No, he's the first name. How, How about defense? Defense. <laughs> defense. First pairing, Taves and Kale McCarr. Second pairing, Josh Morrissey. And Alex Petrangelo. And then I have... Axe Murderer. Uyghur, and Ekblad, and then my 7 and 8, and Nurse and Bouchard.
0: No, Drew I, uh, is criminal.
5: No, no. Screw that guy.
2: Who's coaching? Um, block.
5: I'm sure we can have a couple of
4: different drafts of this by February 6th, when the opening <laughs> ceremonies kick off in 2026.
5: If they even go. Would you like to hear my non-NHL roster? No, what about <laughs> goaltenders?
3: <laughs> 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 right, we got Rene Borg. <laughs> he's back,
5: baby. Liam Reddix. Um, my goalies were... You we know never had a point per game? <laughs> no,
0: but we have to project who the players would be in 2026. We're just out of the NHL. Yes. So the Connor Brown's on that fucking team. <laughs>
5: <laughs> my goalies were Skinner, Jari, and Aiden Hill. Who's starting? Skinner. Because he's the best goalie in the NHL.
4: I, I thought it was. It's time to bring in Waz for a signature bit.
2: Can you clear that up for me? I thought that entire roster was wrong.
1: A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care.
4: Perfect place to spend your pre- and post-game, play a little vids, get yourself something to drink, have something to eat. It is delightful. Our friends at Greta would like us to tell you it is the perfect opportunity to go in there pre- and post-game. No games this weekend, though, Dan, so you know what you do? You pop on in there, you get a card with a bunch of credit, your Mario card as much as your heart's content. I know my Try Lord to get a laws. high score. Gotta get a new
2: high score. Maybe you can beat Tyler in the football-throwing game. Set oh all. no, you couldn't. <sighs> set all the high scores. Just go around the entire bar and set every high score. That's your goal for the week, everybody.
4: Go on out to Greta. Set high scores. You won't beat Tyler though. So say it's Tyler. Time for Waz's signature bit, not a game. Can you clear that out for me?
8: First of all, I'd like to just uh, challenge anyone to ski ball. Love ski ball Greta. Great times.
2: Uh, Open keep... challenge from Waz, interesting.
8: Bring it on. Uh, can you clear this up for me? How important is the regular season? I was listening to Jason Gregory show uh, yesterday, and he said he gets annoyed how people will say win streaks don't matter because it's like it's not the cup, and the you know the cup is the only thing that matters over a hockey season. Can you clear that up for me? How much does a regular season you
0: know matter? If your only enjoyment of a season is just whether or not your team wins or loses the Stanley Cup, you will live a miserable life as a sports fan.
4: I will say. If a 16-game heater was so easy to do, all of you other losers would be watching teams that do it. It matters. It's only happened a couple of times. You others are now tied for second in terms of longest win streak in a regular season.
0: Of course it matters. And the journey matters as well. You should enjoy watching your team win this many hockey games.
5: Yeah, I think it's great, and everyone's jealous.
0: I'd like that. <laughs> well done. That was a good take. But also, once the playoffs start, the regular season doesn't matter. We saw that last year.
6: Yeah, you just got the regular season is to get into the playoffs, and that's what matters. And there's not not to say that the 16 game thing could very well be historic. Doesn't mean anything. But if you've like if you watch the NFL at all, there's some games in the regular season. In the week 14, 13, somewhere there, you're like, oh, the team did this, that, or the other thing. That really doesn't matter because when it comes the chips are down, those teams rise to the top. And hopefully that this is the team that does that.
4: To me, this heater matters because he was had two now that completely erased their early season struggles and put them back into a spot to potentially get home ice in the playoffs. Like that's huge. And if you don't think that matters, come on, you're not paying attention. Or like Liam said. You're just jealous. You're a hater.
8: Next up for me is uh, kind of related to the playoffs, but can you clear this up for me? Skinner, the big worry for him is that, you know, always playoffs uh, uh, last year. He kind of, you know, people say he got burnt out, fatigued. Uh, why can Skinner be successful for the Oilers come playoff time? Is he, Do you think he'll be fatigued or do you think that team will be, you know, smart enough to rest him enough before the playoffs?
2: That's this last stretch of hockey before the playoffs makes it, Ever more important. The Oilers have a lot of games in hand on other teams, so we're going to have to be platooning more. Uh, I think it's just something that the Oilers have to be aware of because it was something that crept up in the playoffs last year.
4: I just think like January was a really light schedule. There was no back to backs, there was a lot of two days off between games. I thought it was fine in January. It's going to be interesting down the stretch when there's more back to backs. You're going to have to play Pickard more. You got to make sure that Stu's rested, but ultimately, you know, they want to win games. And I think that they're probably going to live in the moment more so than trying to figure out what happens two months down the line until until we get that X near our name. You know, I think that the goal is to win hockey games now and we'll just see what the split looks like.
0: I also think like last year's first time he's ever had to play that much hockey in his life. Like, I, I think it's understandable to think that the first time around it was hard and it burnt him out a little bit. And now he knows what that grind and that workload of getting to the second round of the playoffs is like and being a number one in the NHL. And he's talked about this with the media, that he feels like he's more prepared. He's taking better care of his body. So I wouldn't be worried about it. It's not like if it happens two or three times and I'm like, whoa, we might have a problem. But happening once in your first playoff run, it's fine.
6: Yeah, I don't think he was really that burnt out anyways. I just I think people on to wanted it to, to be that thing. But you're right. He did learn lessons in his first uh, first run, and he'll use them in a second. You've already seen it this year. Uh, he's improved himself over last season, and no reason to expect him to do anything different in the playoffs.
8: Next up, you probably already touched up on this, but I clear this up for me. Can the Edmonton Oilers have a deep playoff run again with Cody CC on this top pair? And what makes CC a top-pairing player, in your opinion, right now?
6: Yes, they can. they just won 16 in a row, 24-27, to 27, with Cody CC in the lineup. That's with all different types of uh, games against all the different um, uh, teams out there. It's this fact you can't win with Cody CC is it's, it's just plain wrong.
4: The others have already gone to the Western conference finals with Cody CC playing in their top four. They could do it. I mean, like if there's an opportunity to upgrade you. You probably look at it, but I'm also comfortable knowing what Cody CC is. It's like Tyler said earlier in the podcast, he's the devil, you know, and sometimes you trust the you W. Know.
0: Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Like if there's a clear cut upgrade up out there, sign me up. Do I think Cody CC is a legit top pairing defenseman? No, but he makes $3.25 million and he's playing above that weight class to me. So I think he's fine. They should look for an upgrade, but only if it's a real tangible upgrade.
8: I guess this kind of,
0: ties into it, it clear
8: this up for me. And then like the last t- two playoff runs, the Orthers really get eliminated because of Cody Cece being a top pairing guy. No, it was more no. no. So just because of the teams are better than them and they were just getting out of work. It wasn't just Cody Cece. You can't really blame everything on
0: one defenseman. And yeah, like he got caved last year in the playoffs, but there were other problems that went along with it. There's Skinner. a lot of
4: guys, their scoring disappeared yep. in the playoffs last year. I would say that is a bigger problem that, you know, Nuge Kane,
6: that was the Who else biggest was issue. Hyman.
4: Hyman. They just didn't score at the yes. rate that they were. So that's a much bigger the issue. The top to six than Codic minus
6: ninety seven did not carry their weight. And that was the biggest issue last year. Yeah. I don't have much else to add.
5: I just think that like... I don't know. Like what is Cody CC just not allowed to play on this team at all? Like what if he was the third in defenseman? Would that be okay? Like I just don't understand kind of the the pain. idea around it. Oh, the idea like, is
8: you can't win a cup with him, you know? That's, well, you here's with, another thing. You like, can't
5: win nurse either. I, I, I don't think every team's perfect. Like every 100%. team that wins the cup, they're not perfect. There's holes places probably <laughs> upgrade if you can, I guess, but I just don't know if there's an Ekholm like upgrade out there, but I also didn't think air was available last year.
8: So uh, that's all I got. Thanks for doing that for me. Bye, Waz. There goes Waz. Bye, Waz. Challenge Waz to skee ball at Greta.
6: I don't think he's that good.
4: I don't know that Waz is that good either. I don't remember him being all that good at skee ball, where it was notable. Mm-hmm. Maybe is that you know good what at bowling? I don't think so.
6: No, that's pretty much. the
4: I think thing. that you challenge Waz to skee ball, but put some stakes on it. Make him buy you a cocktail. I think that's the challenge.
2: Smart. Or literally put some steaks on it and make them buy you a steak. If I you buy a them. steak,
4: they're delicious. had a steak on Sunday night, glass of red wine. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. Door dashed it. Mm-hmm. Crushed it. Door dash. I did not door dash that one. Can't no. door dash a steak. Uh, no, oh, I wanted you to, I wanted to, I mean, you could, can,
6: but you shouldn't. <laughs> you could. Yeah. It's like door dashing eggs. I just don't see how that works, <laughs> but you can uncooked eggs. You could, <laughs> yeah, uncooked. Yeah. yeah. Well, well the uh, old sunny side up, please. And by the time they get to <laughs> yeah, i
4: just have the over easy, just pop her in
6: there. She <laughs> should going so hot anymore.
4: I want to touch on, cause we're going to, there's three of us going to Toronto for the all-star game. I'm not actually seeing any of the game. I'm there for some business stuff. And then I come home on Friday, but what are you guys expecting from going to Toronto? Liam, this is your first all-star game, Tyler. You've done it a couple of times. What are you expecting from the weekend?
5: I don't know. Uh, Are you excited? Yeah, I am excited, but I have <laughs> literally no idea what to expect from... we were just passport. in
2: Toronto, literally hours ago. <laughs> yeah,
5: I was in Toronto two days ago. So I'm excited for another flight. I have a middle seat because I forgot to check in. That sucks. Ooh. Amateur. I do feel rather silly. Today. I'll wave Shit. at you for my window seat up front. I'm so frustrated. I'm like row <laughs> 21 of twenty. I was in the
4: row with you probably the other middle seat. I'm like that's not going to work for it me. It's brutal.
0: They slotted me 18A Easy money. Roberto.
6: Well, I think your I'll name's starting you to get ahead, you know, eh? Maybe. It's like, wait a second. Is that that? Is that, that your room check guy? I'll wave at you as you walk past it.
0: I know you're way up there. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, but... I
4: upgraded yesterday during real life podcast. Well done.
0: Uh, all Star is always a really fun event to like actually be in attendance for. Um, like, I like the draft, but the draft can be stale. The All Star game, all the stars are out, or most of them, at least. All the media is there in a city like Toronto. I think it'll be a lot of fun. So I'm excited for the weekend. It'll be really good. The skills I, comp has to be
6: the coolest thing.
4: Well, that's what I want to ask you guys. Like The skills comp's different this year. What are you most excited about even just that? I'm excited that they brought back the draft. It was so much fun before. It was kind of annoying that they got rid of it for no reason. Yeah, what, what day is they have, everything?
0: Thursday's Thursday the draft. draft. So
5: you should oh, know this.
0: Friday's the. Season. I feel like <laughs> I have also, no idea what's happening. There's like
5: a PWHL game
2: on the Thursday night too. Oh, is it? But yeah. Last they, night, my girlfriend
5: asked me what time I'm coming back, and I said I have no idea. Like I don't know.
0: Oh. I'll let you know when I land. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs>
5: let you know when I need a ride. <laughs> I think it's gonna be good though. I think the idea of this year's All Star game, besides who's actually participating, is it's really a real good game. Yeah. It's really, really good. Like the draft is going to be fun. I like how it's four teams. That makes it a little bit different. The skills competition is, is unique and cool. I'm curious to see how that kind of continues on. I hope it's not just a one and done kind of thing. Like I hope it's something that really works and can,
6: I think it will work and therefore they will keep going with it.
5: Yeah. Hopefully let me ask you a different question.
4: What is the greatest all time skills competition event?
5: I used to love when Char and Weber would go at it in the slap shot contest. Yeah, that was good. Should that was been, cool. You should have been there for the uh, Al McKinnis
4: and Ally Afraidy. Yeah, and who? Ally Afraidy, Scullet, Scullet. Oh, okay. He used to bang over a <laughs> hundred miles an hour on a fucking wooden wood club. stick.
5: Oh yeah, that would have been cool. That like, yeah. guy hammered it. That
6: one you was imagine cool. What he could do with with the whippy things they have now, <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> Dan, what's the, Dan and he what's was the, not like a Chara size either. No, he was not at all. <laughs> Why don't you give him a little
4: Google specifically the Scullet? He looked good. Look good, play good. Dan, what's the greatest all-time skills
2: competition event? I just enjoy the obstacle courses when they make like all the players do it from top skill right down to the bottom and they make them do all the different obstacles. So for me, it was that. I I just enjoy it. And I used to do that in the video games too. You used to be able to do the old skills competition and do all the different skills there. So the obstacle course for me. Tyler, go to vent.
0: This is going to sound lame, but I really like the relay races they kind of do. And there was the one a skills comp where they did a thing where like there were three players in three different stations and it was like a true relay where one player had to accomplish something. Then the other player had to saucer the pucks into the mini net. And then there was the third leg. I thought that was so cool to see them like competing at the same time. And the pressure that goes into like Mm -hmm. having to make those saucer passes. I like that one.
6: Rick, what do you like? I was always a slap shot guy. I mean, we yeah. didn't have a lot of options when we were watching as Oilers fans, uh, back mm-hmm. in the day, but here there is usually the guy there could take a shot for you, but that's, but I, I, I do like the, uh, the accuracy, the four by four. Yep. Well, that was
4: going to be my pick the accuracy one is when you see a guy just bang 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 you just
0: like
6: the skill these guys have is just ridiculous
0: remember last year when McDavid went four for four and still lost
6: oh yeah, yeah. and Kadri won or whatever yeah. oh no wasn't and it Leon's was still trying to hit his fourth one I think yeah, yeah. Leon's still missing that fourth one
5: what was <laughs> the one that Brock Nelson won was it that one
0: I think it was that he Nelson beat Kadri in the final that was it yeah Fastest skater is always fun, but like now there's a lot of guys
4: who can fly. It's not
6: not true, though, because (laughs) there's not enough length for them to get going. Like Connor's not going to hit his maximum speed on that ice because he can't. Because by the time he needs to start slowing down, he's running out of space and you can't do it around corners. So let's find a frozen lake. Let's set up a track and let's see him go 100 meters. Speed skating track. Dude, dead straight. One straight line. Just hundred meter, 150, 150, 150, let's let's meter
4: dash. hundred and fifty Let's go. I'd like to That's see. That's
6: what them. I want to see. Connor go. Connor, 45, 50 kilometers an hour. No problem. I'd like to Dude, see that. Vin- no, the was cl- Vinny was over 40. Vinny was over 40 kilometers. I said kilometers, not meter, not miles.
4: I want to see them do it with a puck. That would be a little bit more interesting to me because there's a lot of guys who just put head down, haul ass, but like it's different with the puck.
6: We can do both. I would like to see both. And then with the, but the one with the puck, you got to uh, dish off to a couple of tr- uh, passing targets. Yeah,
4: why not? Yeah, yeah. I like that a little give and go. Yeah. Hey, we're coming up new events, Tyler. Maybe when you get a chance you to write ask- these
6: down so you can tell them when you get there.
4: Maybe when you get a chance to ask it. Gary a question, you'll pitch old
6: Gary. What was, I was the guessing? other question you're supposed to ask him? I, I feel like remember. I brought this up last week. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we had some for Gary, but I don't remember. Oh, uh, the Oilers schedule. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't uh, forget. Okay. Yeah. Can someone write this down for him, please? I think yeah. he's going to forget. Liam, that's your job. Oh, I Liam, don't even know what time the flight leaves or what time <laughs> he's getting back. He's definitely not remember these questions. I haven't figured out how I'm going to get to the Apple yet.
0: Well, you got twelve hours figured out. It's all good. Fifteen hours, plenty of time.
5: Plenty. What time. time are you getting there?
0: Uh, Let's figure this out on the park. All right,
4: everybody, we got our flight tomorrow at seven. What is the scheduled time for arrival
5: at the airport? Because you can't be there any later than six, right? No,
4: you could. Depends. Do you want to? Did you want to have beer at Chili's? Or is do you your not? name Jay Downton? I want to have a couple. Yeah. Are you traveling with Jay Downton, or we, are you not? I have, I have traveled.
0: will get there about six thirty ish. Yeah, like if the flight was at seven, the one time I pulled up with Jay, we were parking at six thirty. He was oh. like, he was like, we're good. He doesn't care.
4: He is. There's times where we've traveled with Jay, Tyler and I where he and I are very similar in how I like to get there early. I have a beer. I settle up, in. I relax. I'm looking I'm like, I would normally have at least one beer in me by now. And we are <laughs> still at the hotel. Oh, Jay doesn't care. That is
5: tight window. I will be getting there early and you will find me at Chili's. Okay, I'll probably get
6: there before six.
5: Yep. Just probably record, I crazy. believe
6: 5 a.m. is opening at Chili's just for just,
5: Something to think about. I was there the other day at two AM and it was not open, so I can confirm.
2: <laughs> Dan, what time we should we get in the airport? I'm always a two hour early guy. Yeah. So got for, a casual traveler. Domestics? Yeah. What's that for, for
6: domestic? Yeah.
4: Got a casual traveler here. It's nice. Yep. You make it way through.
6: Yeah. No fuss, going to no must. No nope. <laughs> anyway, fuss like security's gonna be pretty easy at five in the morning. On usually, a On a <laughs> Wednesday. Wednesday. early. Yeah, usually is. Uh we will probably.
4: What do we? What's the plan here, boys? Are we going to record from Toronto? <laughs> we're bringing stuff, are we not? Is that what we settled on? Time? Yeah, we will. We'll, we'll have gear, cords. so we'll make it work. Okay. So watch out for some on location podcasts, some content. I don't really know what my job is in Toronto, so you're probably going to get a lot from me. Maybe I'll just haul hmm. Liam around with me and we both don't know what's going
5: I on. I don't know what we're doing. I got a schedule today of I have to do Oilers Nation every day twice was we that? Yep. That's all so you have I to I do. I, Allegedly, I highly doubt it. I highly doubt it. A free trip to the sixth to do my show twice, but it'd be good. We're gonna go for lunch with pinball. Yeah,
6: I already booked that. I'm no surprised what? he's not picking you up. Pinball, yeah. yeah, he's
5: got He's got shit to do. He's a busy boy. Yep. Like he's a, a GM of the Toronto Argonauts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, downtime. Yep. Yeah, free agency does start right away. So we're going to Moxie's. Going to Moxie's, that's why he told me. Excellent. PB. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> Lastly, before we wrap up the podcast, I just want to say we've got two spots left on the nation vacation and only a handful of days to get it yesterday on the real life podcast. Jay offered to buy pregame drinks for somebody if they bought a package and our boy Chris Walkling settled in. Oh. he is going.
6: What happens if you already purchased package? Do you still get those free drinks from Jay?
4: We'll steal Jay's credit card. That's fair. Nationgear.ca, we got a couple of different packages for you. There's the flightless one if you want to get your own arrangements to get down there, or maybe you're already down in the States like our boy Chris Walkling was, or come on with us, nationgear.ca. There's only two spots left. Join us. It is going to be great. If you believe Frank Saravali, that team isn't going to be there next year. Mm-mm. Might be your last oh. opportunity to watch them play in a tiny little barn. Join us, at nationgear.ca. And until we speak to you whenever that is
2: on Friday. Does Utah have a Taco Bell cantina? Probably not. Probably not. A lot of temples, though. Yep. So, close. A lot of temples there. Temples. Temples, yes. And temples. That's how we're
4: going to wrap up the Tuesday <laughs> episode of Allers Nation Radio. Have a great week, everybody. Hold
7: up. What was that?